0: And um, when I woke up in the morning, like, I don't know how you guys have been feeling, but, like, I've been feeling so under attack, like, depression, fear, um, you know, just a lot of heaviness, and I want to tell you, if you feel that, if you've experienced that, You have to recognize it is an attack from the enemy, okay? Another thing that happens when the enemy attacks, a lot of the times it's because God is bringing a breakthrough, right? He's bringing a breakthrough. So at the same time, I I just have felt like this Because I decided this December was going to be so full of joy and so full of happiness and just thinking about baby Jesus (laughs) and letting the love just pour in. And it's like the enemy heard that and was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope. But you know what? I didn't recognize it soon enough because the Lord gives us authority, over the enemy do you know that 100 percent, full authority over the devil satan the demons his angels he gives you authority to say get out right so you got to remember that first and anyway so i had been praying and praying and just sometimes going to bed like i can't wait to go to bed because i just want this day to be over (laughs) but so many times, too, the Lord will speak to you through the night and in your dreams, and, um, and the enemy will try to do that, too. So if you're having bad dreams, have you ever had a bad dream? And you raise your hand. Okay, so it's not just you. It could be the enemy trying to speak to you, trying to make you feel fearful, trying to make you feel bad, trying to, make it, trying to tempt you. You can get tempting dreams, you can, you know, he can take over your dreams if you let him. So you have to pray every night in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, over your mind and so that you would have godly dreams, that he would speak to you in your sleep. And as you wake, it will come to you. So anyway, yesterday morning, I woke up, and, and this happens a lot, Sometimes a word will come to my mind, and it might be a dream I had, I, I don't remember, but a word comes to my mind, and it was breakthrough. Everybody say breakthrough. Break so if the Lord is going to bring breakthrough, which is in the scripture, then that means we have to break through something. <laughs> And life isn't going to be a bed of roses all the time. We're going to have to have attacks and testing, right? I want to prepare you for this because as you understand this, it'll help to keep you from, you know, just going into depression or just going into fear or just sadness sometimes or whatever it is that, you know, the enemy's trying to pull you away from your mission he's trying to pull you away from the love of god over you he's because what what does the lord want you to feel all the time he wants you to feel love like love 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 like when you're singing worship and and you hit a point in your worship where you just feel it you feel that presence of god you feel sometimes a tingling sensation sometimes a warmth like you just feel it you know that you've touched the heart of god and he wants you to feel that all the time he wants you to feel that closeness and one weapon that he has given us that we're going to do right now is the holy communion it's why he said it you have to drink my blood you have to eat my body And i've told you this story over and over of how he said it in a sermon one day jesus and this was even before the last supper and he said it and at that time he had like thousands of followers and what he said that i don't know if they thought he was a vampire or what but they dropped out (laughs) they're like he is gone crazy (laughs) but Those who had a supernatural anointing, okay? And this is what you have to realize, too. You're here because you have been called here. It's not just your parents, okay, kids who are here. It's not just because your parents are here. God could have aligned your parents to come here because he wanted you here. Like, Grandpa and I think of that all the time since we're just talking to our grandchildren this morning and our son in law. But we talk about that all the time that like God is going to do something great. We believe it. It could be an Oliver. <laughs> he could be the next Billy Graham. It could be Stella. She could be the next Katherine Kuhlman. It could be any one of you. So, and you know what? It's every one of you every one of you god has a purpose and a plan how do we get it the body and the blood because that's what jesus comes into us physically into our spirit into our flesh into our soul and he cleanses us and i was saying to someone this week you think that when you go to church, sometimes nothing happens. But I'm gonna tell you, in this church, because we come here and we know and believe that Jesus comes and he meets with us one-on-one, and we can, we can walk out of here and say, oh, I really didn't feel the presence of God today. Uh, guess who that is? The devil, it's a lie, because God is here. He's here. Where two or more are gathered in his name, he is here. Don't let him lie to you. And because you came here throughout your week, he is going to speak to you. He is going to bless you. He is going to anoint you, but you got to look to him. You can't just go home and go do your own thing and leave him at the side, you know, You got to say, Jesus, we're one. That's one reason we do this. That's one reason He gave us this weapon. Because it's one of the things, the supernatural events that cause us to be one with Christ. So as we take communion this morning, we're going to believe that we are one with Him. Now, the breakthrough is coming, as I said. And that morning, just to give you an example because I want you to think about these things. I want you to look for them. That morning we were talking and I I shared that the Lord spoke to me the breakthrough is coming. And then I looked on my YouTube and there's a couple of people I follow their prophetic words because I really think that they hear from the Lord. And we just I just clicked on it that morning and I was going to play it this morning but it's too long. But it started to speak, and guess what it was all about? No. <laughs> you should have told me. <laughs> but it was, it was all about the breakthrough. And so Grandpa and I look at each other and we're like, oh boy, the Lord's really speaking. <laughs> and then there were other things I won't tell what happened that because that might be in his message, but... That's just the kind of confirmation the Lord will give you. It could be something somebody says. It could be a song that comes on. Like, you'll feel something in your spirit. And I think, and one of the things that was so stirring in me today, so stirring in me, is, you know, we're, we've are we seen people come and go in this church. And we've seen, and right now we're at a go stage. <laughs> and... But the Lord is stirring in my spirit that don't give up. The breakthrough's coming. And he wants to do something so deep in us. Like, it just, I look back at you three girls, and I think of the three musketeers. (laughs) You know, the story, have you ever heard the story of the three musketeers? (laughs) And they were... uh, they fought for righteousness. <laughs> they were good on the good side. But, you know, that's what he is preparing in us. So don't be discouraged. But look to him in, in anointing and in prayer. Get on your knees, girls. Get on your knees, Ephraim. Get on your knees, Joe, Chris, myself, all of us, those who couldn't make it this morning but love the Lord and are are committed to him, let's get on our knees and seek the Lord for the breakthrough and see what he will do. And I believe it's going to happen. And as you get confirmation, give us testimony. We want to record it. We want to, if the Lord speaks something to you, let's record it. And uh, we'll pray over it and, and we'll seek him over it so as we take one of his weapons this morning in our hands and we look to the cross of jesus and we look to his breakthrough that he gave us on that cross which is his body and his blood let's let's prepare to partake together Joe probably has this scripture like Luke 22. Father, we thank you this morning for your love. We thank you for your provision, the provision of your body for our brokenness, for our healing, Lord. You were wounded for us for our healing you were wounded for our transgressions Lord we pray that as we partake of the body this morning your body given for us this is my body given for you do this in remembrance of me Lord as we take this body by faith We pray, Father, that you would come upon us and in us and all over us, Lord, that you would heal our soul, our body, our spirit. Father, we pray for those who need healing this morning. We lift them before you, Jesus. We pray that uh, the son of righteousness would rise with healing in his wings as we take this uh, step of faith together and partake. And we just, we praise you this morning for the healing that you're going to do. All right, let's partake together. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for your body. Thank you, Lord. And now we just pray, oh God, for the blood that was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, we pray that that blood would cleanse us this morning afresh and anew. We thank you for the provision of your blood for us, Jesus. This is the cup of the new covenant. The new covenant means, what that is, is we are forgiven by, we are saved by grace. We are forgiven by the blood. The new covenant in my blood, which was poured out for you. Let's partake together.
1: Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yep, I think uh, Julie was reading my notes today. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. If you have your Bibles, you can open up the Proverbs. Chapter 4, verses 20 through 27, and just hold them there. I just want to say, because I got to skip over some of my notes, it's right over there, buddy. A couple things. You know, check us out on our church app. Joe's got it up there. Also, we need to be lifting up prayer for Ed, continuing prayer for Ed. <clears throat> that is, his jaw that was broken, his neck that was fractured, the bleeding on his brain. And his teeth that were all knocked out and his accent that he had, that he'd be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. We also need to lift up mom that she would be healed. And we pray that you would protect them and watch over them. Amen. We also want to lift up our marriages in this place. So I want these are things that you guys want, want you to add to your prayer list. There's our marriages, the family. Alright, keeping everybody lifted up. Because I know the prayers of you young girls and young men. And the prayer of a righteous man and woman availeth much. And God hears all those prayers. Amen. So we want to lift them up. And keep them lifting up to you. Amen. And I want to take some time now for Grace to come on down. For us to take up an offering. Because I don't want to forget. Even though we're small... God is faithful. He says in his word that he'll never fail us or forsake us. And that he's with us right to the very end. And that he'll promise us a blessing if we bless him. So, Lord, we come to you, Lord God, today with our tithes and offerings. And we, Lord, give them cheerfully to you. Knowing, Lord God, that you cheerfully give above and beyond back to us. And we thank you for your provision in this place that we're able to keep on preaching the Word of God and coming down here and worshiping you, Lord God, even if it's just our family, Lord God, what better, what better thing than to, than to be praying and worshiping with your family. And Lord God, I pray that you would bless each one, bless their giving, Lord, prosper them, Lord God. I pray that we would teach our children and grandchildren, Lord God, in giving, that we would be known as givers, and Lord Jesus, I just pray this, Lord God, and I just thank you for each person here. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, so the title of my sermon is called Breakthrough. And Julie already went through the first couple pages of it. <laughs> because I know it was God that was moving. Amen. God was moving yesterday morning. But I want to tell you, the devil is out there and he's alive and he's real. And there is nothing more than the devil would do than to, than to discourage you, cause confusion, cause depression, discord, dissension, lies. He's real. He's the master deceiver. Amen? Amen. And he's out there deceiving many. Deceiving many. Many are being pulled away. Even in these last hours of the church. You know, we're in the last hours. Do you believe that? We're all here and been born for these end time events. We're going to see some of the greatest things that God's going to do. There's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the body of Christ before the coming of the Lord, and it's going to draw and bring in men from all over, men and women and children from all over creation into the kingdom of God. And God chose you guys to be a part of that. That's exciting. But Jesus warned us in Matthew chapter 24 that even the elect are going to be deceived So that means the devil's out there and he's really trying to work his best and his hardest at deceiving and pulling many Christians away from the truth of the gospel. He wants to separate you. He wants to get you pulled apart from the body of Christ. It says that many will fall away in the end days. That many will fall from the faith. That the great falling is taking place. And that is happening. Many are teaching a watered down Christianity. Many are teaching that Jesus isn't the only way to get to heaven. That's just a lie. It is only through Jesus, and it is only Jesus, and only through Jesus. That we can get to be with God and get to be with Jesus in paradise forever. Jesus is the way, the only way, I wrote down. Jesus didn't say he was another prophet, did he? Jesus didn't say that he was another good teacher. Jesus, what did Jesus say he was? The Son of God. Jesus said he was the Son of God. He's more than a prophet, more than a good teacher. He was the Son of God, came down in the flesh, born in a manger. And I want to tell you, Julie and I went on Saturday, yesterday, and we watched the uh, Christmas special of the Chosen that he had. And I'm not much of a crier, but I had tears in my eyes more than once. because it makes it so real. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Jesus was born of a virgin in a lonely major. Rose died to the went to the cross and died for our sins. And rose again on the third day. And now sits at the right hand of God as our advocate or lawyer. Do you know that 70% of Christians believe that other religions that there's other ways to get to heaven how can that be how can that be 70% of so-called people that call themselves christians believe that there's other ways to get to heaven except through jesus i heard that today through jimmy evans's ministry there is no other way. Some that the Bible was written by God. Some say that the Bible wasn't written by God, but by man. The Bible is the inspired Word of God, written by the Holy Spirit. And if you don't believe that the Bible was written by the Holy Spirit, the inspired Word of God, then you don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. And that's the devil's deception, deceiving many. Do you know, I got to thinking this morning. Two words came to my mind, inclusiveness and exclusiveness. Do you know Christianity is inclusive? Meaning that it's for all of us. It's for all of humanity. It's for the whole world. Jesus died for the whole world. But it's also exclusive because it's only for those that get to be with Him forever who believe that. It's exclusive because we believe in what Jesus has done. And, And if that's the case, then it's only 30%. Of the church actually believes in what Jesus has done. And that Jesus is the Son of God. And that Jesus is the only way. What did Jesus say? Narrow is the gate that leads to heaven. But wide is the gate that leads to hell. (laughs) Paraphrasing. But I wanted to tell you, I believe a breakthrough is coming. And if you heard those uh, little video clips, my wife listens to a couple people. One is uh, Nate and Christie, and the other one is Lois Vogel Sharp. And they have prophetic dreams and visions and poems that they give out. And Nathan Christie's prophetic word was powerful about the breakthrough. It gave an illustration of a dam and, God's, and, the, and the devil is the dam holding back the Holy Spirit, which is the water. And then when people got into one accord, the water started crashing and hitting the dam, almost in a rhythmic movement. And the dam looked like it was impenetrable. The bricks were huge, larger than a house, they said. But as the water was hitting the dam. They're formed a crack in the dam. Down low. And you all know that if there's a crack in the dam, you better get out of the way. (laughs) That's not a good sign. It's not a good sign for the devil, but it's going to be a releasing of the Holy Spirit coming upon the church and upon the believers like never before. Before. And see, the devil doesn't want you to know that. He doesn't want you to get into unity. He doesn't want you to be in one accord. He doesn't want you worshiping God. But I think the breakthrough is coming. People are starting to stand up. People are starting to realize that, hey, there is something really wrong here. Things aren't always, things aren't going the way they should be going. What's wrong? What's the matter? They've had enough of the false lies, the false promises of the devil. And they're saying, I can't live like this, and I can't take this anymore. See, it's the Holy Spirit that's moving. It's exactly what happened with me. I knew that I couldn't take or live like this anymore. And God confirmed that with me when he spoke to me, and he said, you have three choices. You can either... Die, go to jail, or you can go home. That was it. I chose life. I chose to go home. The Holy Spirit is moving. God is moving things. Not only in the natural realm, which we're starting to see, but in the spiritual realm, there are things going on. The spiritual realm is ramping up. There is wars in the in the spiritual realm like never before. And there are things happening on this earth like never before. Our pastor Tom had wrote a book. And he saw the dark getting darker and the light getting lighter. And that's exactly what's happening. The Holy Spirit is calling out to people. Come up, come out. Come out, my people. Just like he says to Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go. He's telling it to the devil. The devil, it's time you have to let my people go. Enough is enough. The Holy Spirit is moving in our courtrooms. Look at the couple of cases that were just done. The Rittenhouse case, the Smollett case. Justice was served. Righteousness is prevailing. Look at what happened in the case with the abortion in Texas. The right to life is winning. And we're going to see it win in Mississippi and other states are, are coming along. Amen. That's huge. There's been prophecies that Roe versus Wade would be overturned. One thing I learned new this morning is that Roe versus Wade actually started out in Texas. Back in the early 70s. And you know what? It's going to be overturned in Texas. Amen? God is on the move. And we're either going to be for Him or we're going to be against Him. There will be no more middle ground. The gray area will be gone. Amen? And I want to read to you Psalms, or Proverbs. Chapter 4, verses 20 through 21. This was powerful when I opened up to this 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 morning and I read this. It says, Son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your hearts. What did God tell Joshua? God told Joshua to meditate on my word day and night. Keep them in your heart. Hide them in your heart. And I will be with you always. I will never fail you or forsake you. God is saying that now to us again. Pay attention to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life. Life to those who find them. And health to a whole man's body. Amen? You want to know what life and health is? You read the word of God. It is life and health. To your whole body. And then he says, above all else, guard your heart. For it is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight forward. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right, do not swerve to the left. Keep your foot from evil. I'm telling you, in today's day, we have to put our gaze and fix our gaze on Him. We can no longer be led by our emotions or our experiences, but only by the Holy Spirit. Amen? We are led by the Spirit. We are the sheep. He is the shepherd. And the sheep who know His voice, listen to His voice, And the sheep will not be led astray. He will lead us to green pastures. His rod and his staff will protect us. That's in Psalms 23. It's a matter of life and death. And I don't know about you, but I want to choose life. Amen? Actually, I wrote down here, for me in my house, we will choose life. And I believe you're all in our house. It's time to clean out our prayer closet and it's, as my wife would say, get down on your knees. Time to get on your knees. We're either going to move with the Spirit or we're going to get left behind. There are things coming upon this world that we've been reading about in Revelation and teaching about in Revelation that are awfully scary. But God promises us that if we follow him, then he will be our shield. He will be be our shelter. And under his wings, we will find refuge. And God is faithful. He will not fail. God will not fail you. God will not leave you behind. God is faithful. He will protect you. He will cover you. He will keep you. He will keep the pestilence that flies by day, the arrow that flies by night, the plagues, the wars, the rumors of wars. He will keep you. He'll be your covering. Amen? Amen. Says he'll never leave you or forsake you. <clears throat> so a breakthrough is coming. We need to be ready. We need to have our hearts ready. We need to have our houses cleansed out. We need to have this house cleansed. Not just here, but in here, in our hearts. We need to make room for him. Amen? So, Father, I just praise you and thank you, Lord, for this day. I pray, Lord God, that, Lord, you would just go before us and that you would make straight our path, and that we would keep our feet on solid ground, that we would not turn to the left or to the right, but we would fix our gaze on you. That we would follow you with all we are. Lord God, I pray your covering and your blessing over each person here and each person that's hearing your word and that hears it and that responds to it. I pray that their hearts would be open. I pray that we would guard our hearts, that we would not let the devil deceive our hearts. That we would not fall into his traps over and over and over again. That we would stand firm and resist the devil, and it says in the Word that if we stand firm and resist the devil, that he will have to flee. I pray, Father God, for for your covering over this place. That you would use this place. That Lord God, your Holy Spirit would break out over this hill. Break out over our family. All these calamities and all these things happening, Lord God, Lord God. It's just the devil trying to roar like a lion. But Lord God, your roar is greater than his. Your roar is more powerful than his. And your promises are true and everlasting for this place and for our lives and for our family and for our children and our children's children. And throughout all the generations you've allotted us, Lord God. I praise you and thank you for your promises. I praise you and thank you for your word, for your son, Jesus, Lord God, who made a way when there was no way. For all of us, I thank you for the blood of the lamb that's washed us white as snow. I come against the devil who tries to lie to us and deceive us. We cast Him out of this place. We cast Him off this hill. We cast Him out of our family, out of our children, out of our grandchildren. In Jesus' mighty name. And we put a hedge of protection around this place, and around our family, and around our properties, and around the works of our hands, that, Lord God, that no devil can enter in this place. That He would be bound up and cast out, and thrown out into the pit where He belongs. Lord, we give them to you to deal with. Lord, you've already dealt with them. And you've given us all authority. All authority, Lord Jesus. We're just reminding the devil that he has no foothold here. That, Lord, he's a defeated foe. That he has lost his place In heaven, that he has lost his place on this earth because it says in your kingdom come that Lord, you are going to take over this earth again and you are going to reign for a thousand years and we won't even need light because Lord God, you're going to shine your light throughout all the world to see that there will be no need for any light or sun or moon because of your glory. That's going to shine through. And your kingdom is coming. Lord God, your kingdom is coming. And it's moving exponentially quicker and quicker to us. To your people as our prayers are going up. And they're filling those bowls. And the angels are, are just casting those prayers up. Lord God, to your throne. That the incense and the prayers of the saints that are being heard. And our cries are being heard for you to return and come back, Lord God. Lord, first of all, you never left us because you gave us the deposit of the Holy Spirit. And in the end days, you're going to pour out the Holy Spirit like never before. And it says that every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Lord God, we look forward to that day. We look forward to that day, Lord God, when your Holy Spirit is poured out upon us And people marvel and gaze at the greater works, Lord God, that you're doing through us. Not that we're doing, but you're doing through us. Because we're listening and we're obeying and we can hear your voice. Lord God, and we're following you. We're staying true to your word. We're staying true to your son, Jesus. And we're not letting the devil be deceived, but we're binding them up and we're casting them out of every thought every pretense, everything that he does to come against us, we are binding him up, we are taking him captive instead of him taking us captive, and we're casting him out of our our families, out of our homes, out of our properties, far, far away from us. Lord God, I think of the word that you've taken my sin and you cast it as far as the east is to the west. Lord God, and it will never come back. Lord, I pray that we would... Bind up Satan, and you cast him as far as the east is to the west. And that he could never come back, lay hold of any one of our children, grandchildren, or family members, or son-in-laws, or daughters. In Jesus' name, or grandkids. Amen? And I believe that, Lord God. I believe that we can, we can plead the blood. Mark our homes, mark our hearts, mark our bodies, mark our buildings, mark our cars. Lord God, our property with the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Because we're overcomers. For he who overcomes God, you're going to give him the kingdom of heaven. We're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb because Jesus overcame and he made a way. And he is the way, the truth, and the light. There is no other way. There is no other way to the kingdom into paradise and to your throne room, Lord God, except through Jesus. There is no other way. Jesus is the way. And we believe this with all our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Do you want to share anything else, Julie, that the Lord might have on your heart? No. Oh. Amen. Amen. Amen.